Okay, super excited to be joined by this amazing woman, Janine Alice. She needs a little introduction. However, I'm going to describe you as an awesome, successful business leader, entrepreneur, creator, founder of Boost Juice, and a lot of other things that have come from that, like Betty's Burgers. And you've just wrapped up being a mentor on Channel 9's The Apprentice. 2022, Janine Alice, how are you? Yeah, good. I'm really well, actually. Yeah, no, um, had a surf this morning, hence why I've got my still wet hair, but uh, yep. no, good. And it was, actually, it wasn't a great surf, but it was nice to be in the water. This is one of the things that I really love about you, Janine. Like, you're just so, for lack of a better word, normal. You go out in the surf, you love nature, you've worked hard, you've built a successful business, but you have so much grounding and balancing in your life and and you're just so relatable. I love that. Oh, no, thanks. So look, I think at the end of the day, if you start, no one's a special person, you know, and I think that we, it's more what people put on people more than what people think about themselves. And normally the people who think that they are special people have... I think they have um, more challenges. I worked um, for David Bowie for a couple of years when I, in my 20s. And um, that was a big, because I, I, you know, growing up, I just thought there was, you know, the the normal people like you and me. And then there was super people like queens and yeah. rock stars and movie stars, right? And um, suddenly when you're working on a boat and hanging out with these, you know, so-called famous people, they're just people, you know, and they just have the same fears, same everything that everyone else has. Yeah, absolutely. What were you doing with David Bowie? I was a stewardess. So I was basically a very poor traveller travelling <laughs> around the world and needed food, needed to eat, had no money and um, scored myself on a boat, boat a, a yacht in the south of France. What a job. <laughs> but I've, I've experienced something similar actually working in radio and, and TV for a few years. They are. Everyone's just a normal person at the end of the day and we can we can pedestal people but doing that also puts us in a pit which I don't like mm. it makes it seem like it's so far away and so I love that you're out in the surf I love following you on social media because you do stories about just going out for your morning walk and just doing the normal things that make mm. life great but that's what the joy is I mean I think the most joy I get is if I get and we're talking when I surf we're, let's just clarify this we are talking little waves right we're not talking big barrels where I'm you know where you know, no Ross Clark Jones here. You know, we're all little waves, but it just gives me joy. You know, it's just you know being out in, and, and quite often the none of that costs money. You know, it's all free to go to the beach and go for a walk on the beach and jump in the ocean. And uh, and I think it's just that. But I think to your point though, and you know, as you said, you've been working TV and radio, and you know, it's the ones who honestly think that they're special people <laughs> mm. are the ones that you just go, oh God, Lord, you know, good luck with that, mate, because. You know, it's it, it just, I just truly believe that, um, you know, working on some of the TV shows I've worked on, whether it's Survivor, Celebrity Apprentice or Shark Tank, it's not the one person that makes a show successful, right? Without the producer for radio, the show wouldn't go ahead. Without the cameraman, no one would film it. Without the audio, without the makeup artist, without all the people that put the show together, you know, the talent is an element of it, right? And But it's no more relevant than the cameraman. <laughs> so... So I think that when people sort of go that, you know, excuse me, I am, you know, the most important person in the room, you know, that's that's when I think people lose the plot. Yeah. Now you would have learned so much about human nature, not only from your experience of running business and growing it to such a big scale, but your experiences on Survivor, your experiences of dealing with people on Shark Tank and now The Apprentice. So I'm curious, what is your definition of success? 
You know, it changes, I think, as you as you go through your life cycle, you know. So I think that, um, you know, success truly for me is, um, or when I've felt successful, is when I've had my literally my family around me and we're playing cards or we're playing some sort of game and um, everyone's laughing and I go, yep, I've, I've nailed it. You know, everyone's happy. Everyone's happy to be in the room. Everyone's having a good time. That's when I go, yep, I've nailed it. It's not the car that I drive or the house I live in or, you know, that, that gives you freedom, right? I think the, you know, finances give you an ability to do what you want to do, not what you have to do. So, and, um, and choice, right? So there's no question that financial freedom gives you that. It doesn't give you happiness. Yeah, I agree. I've just learned that this year, actually. Just oh, kidding. how? Yeah, just, and I, it's so interesting that you've just said that because I learned that really hard, particularly last month. I hit a certain level of success in my business yeah. with money that I've not earned before. And Congratulations. I, yeah, and it, it felt great. And I, so I have my own coaches and I went to them and I said, I, I actually don't understand why I don't feel consciously I know that this is great something inside me feels like it's missing. Like I haven't done enough. And, and they actually said to me, well, what did you used to do before the money came? What, did, what gave you joy? What, what was fun for you? Yeah. Because it's, and I, yeah, it's so true money. It actually, it doesn't bring it. No, no, but, but it gives you choice. And you know, right. that's, yeah. You know, and when people, yeah. And um, it, it's the other thing with the bill, when you're building businesses and growing your business, you're never there. Yeah. right there's always another mountain to climb there's so you never feel like there's no start middle and end like if I create a show right if I do a show say if I do the apprentice we start up that day we finish it they edit it goes to air it finishes right yeah. business doesn't do that business is a forever thing and it's it's not only that is us as business owners and business people we have to find a way of continuing to grow the businesses because businesses have to grow or they go backwards and backwards is, is not a good thing for businesses so it is so it's no wonder you feel that way because you're constantly going okay what's next right because it's not oh we're done thanks got a good check had a good month that does not how it works yeah but yeah the happiness comes from you know surfing with a girlfriend and surf that's yeah. what happiness is or going on a you know surf trip or um or having a barbecue in the backyard or you know that's what that's where you get your joy and that's where true success lies yeah, and as you're saying this, I've just got a visual of some pictures coming through that I've seen of you on Survivor. <laughs> you fierce warrior woman. I just wanted to ask you, was there something that you learned about yourself through that experience that you didn't know before you went in there? Look, I, I'm competitive, right? So, you know, <laughs> yeah, I love to win. And, you know, even my kids, you know, if they were a two-year-old, I would never let my two-year-old win, right? Because yeah. <laughs> I know most of my life they will beat me in something, so I might as well get it when they're little. So, um, so that competitive nature was good. I think you get very primal very quickly. Yeah. Humans do, and I thought that was interesting. Um, I think the key thing was what I thought was quite extraordinary. I was, I think, I was fifty-four when I did Survivor, wow. and and the people who who I did Survivor with were like athletes. They were, um, you know, really fit. They were past, you know, either footballers or rugby league or, or Olympians. And I used to, or even just young people, right, young fit people, and I used to be really perplexed as I was standing there, as you do for hours, and they would just drop off. And I would just go, guys, I know physically that you've probably got more muscle mass. You've got, you're probably stronger and fitter than me. So there's, 
There's no, but it's interesting how much more the body gives up so much quicker. Sorry, I'll say it again. The mind gives up so much quicker than the body. Yeah. So I think that the mind goes, oh, it's a bit hard. Oh, it's a bit tired. Oh, I'm a bit bored. Like, let's give it in. So what I thought, you know, one of the things I did take off was that I was capable of more things than I thought I was. And not that I even sort of went in and went, I can't do this, but I just assumed that if these are young, fit guys, that they would be able to do a lot more physically than actually what they did. And don't get me wrong, they were all amazing and they did some great things. But for a 50-year-old, four-year-old skinny chick to outstand them, out-battle them, out-thing, I mean, I think I was probably top three or four for everything and won one. So... And I just thought that was a really interesting look at um, people's minds who just give up. Yes, I love that. And you've obviously mapped that across to business, Janine, because you've done so well with what you've created and it continue. You just continue to expand. Look, I think, um, you know, that we've got good people in the business. You know? So Boost Juice, Boost and Retail Zoo and Betty's Burgers is a, is a, is a bigger business now than... than um, that was started with the, you know, with three kids running around my feet. And so I've got great people running them, you know. And so I'm, I sort of are that, you know, more senior person to go, yes, you know, good job and question this and question that. But, you know, I, yeah, the, the growth and the success of the business today are, are a great group of executives. Um, and then, you know, my, my job is sort of mentor and help along the way. And that's, and that's probably where it is. And I really see businesses as children. You know, I think that when you first start a business, you have to give, everything you know they won't survive unless you give it 24 7 attention as a baby and then as the business grows and as children grow they need you less and I think that a person who creates a great business or a great human is one that both can be independent without you Mm. if your business is relying on you forever or your kids are relying on you forever then I don't think we've done our job that's such a good way to put it. Because, yeah, no, who would want their kids relying on them forever? No, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have them yet, but I can't imagine it would be great. Oh, God. If they start to rely on me, I go, oh, no, 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 adult, adult. <laughs> okay, so what is, I'm curious, what is a great question that you've heard asked and well, by somebody else and you thought, oh, wow, that's a great question? I don't know. I don't know. Um I honestly cannot think of one because I think that the, like probably the ones that are the, the good questions are the ones that make you um, really think about that's not the status quo. Yes. You know? So I and so I, I, it's normally like give me an example of a time when blah blah blah. So I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, what about if you took away your success and everything you've built? Who would you be? Uh, it's still you. You're still you. You're still that person who is, you know, competitive and, and you know, I always knew there would be more than living in Baronia. Um, so I think who, who would I be if I took it away? away? I, I think also if I've just got my loved ones around me too, you know, so I'd be always be thinking about what can I do. It's not about necessarily a monetary success, but achieving and, you know, being fit and being healthy, um, camping, you know, I yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I think I'd do, you just find another path. Yeah. So what, so, I mean, the world's changed greatly the last couple of years. You've seen a lot of entrepreneurs in your time come from early beginnings with not much and build massive businesses. 
what advice would you give the average household family earning maybe roughly 80k a year at the moment with you know with the idea that we have had some interest rate rises we've got expensive fuel going around at the moment and some people are feeling stressed about money some people are thriving what advice would you give the average Aussie household at the moment look there is a lot of waste that we we do right so you know I um when I was I was a single mom at 27 years old and I ran my budget really really tight there is so much stuff that we're just literally opening up the window and throwing it out the window. Like it could be a subscription you haven't cancelled. It yeah. could be, you know what, do you really have to go to the cafe? You can make a great coffee at home. You know, it could, it's a little stuff that all adds up. You know, maybe not go out four times a week, go out one. You know, so maybe go for it to walk in the park with this free and no picnic than, you know, doing something so there's so I think try and have a look at your low-hanging fruit right and I think a budget's really important because once soon as you've got a budget first and foremost you see where all this waste is but also it means you've got control so if I go all right I've allowed for $200 a month for clothes I can then quite comfortably go and go and spend $200 a month no guilt because I know I've allowed for that and I've, I've allocated for it so that's the first thing it also allows you to understand where your excess cash is and I know for a fact that if people don't do anything, I'm talking a shares or, or a property or, you know, or, or negatively gear, if you don't any, do anything, at retirement, you don't have anything. So in actual fact, the risk of doing nothing is actually a higher risk than doing something. Because if you do nothing, you know what the outcome is. The outcome is that you pretty much get to the end, you've got a bit of super, You'll probably live to about 90 and you'll be on the dole. And it's a pretty, I don't think that that's not really a quality of life that yeah, that gets you the bare bones, right? Yeah. So really doing nothing is a higher risk than doing something. I love that. I feel like telling people to write that down because that applies to everything in life. If you do nothing to change a situation, you know what that outcome is. <laughs> that's, right. that's what they say, the definition of insanity, doing the same thing and expect a different outcome. Yeah, absolutely. And so for those families that um, I'm just curious now, and I'm going to go off script a little bit, but if if they've had an idea that they've they've maybe wanted to get off the ground, just similar to when you had the idea to bring Boost Juice to Australia, mm. what what would be your next steps in guiding someone that that has got an idea, but they're not actually sure if it could be successful and it is going to require a bit of an investment of money or time to get it off the ground? Yep. What have you um, learned from that? I think the key thing is that you need to do a really good business plan. I'm not talking, you know, oh my God, business plans really hard. They're actually not. All I'm talking about is a business plan. So it goes like this. It talks about what your concept is. It talks about how you go about it. And it talks about what you expect the customers to do. I, just, I think you don't rely on your friends and family to tell you you've got a good product, right? Because they just, they'll, everyone will be, oh, I don't want to hear your feelings. Yes, it's great. The only time you really know if you've got a good product is when people actually put their hands in their pocket and actually spend, they actually make that, that purchase, right? That's the only evidence of the consumer wants it or not. So what I'd say is um, try if you can, and every product's different. So everyone, every product is, um, has different levels of investment. But if you possibly can try to see if the consumer wants your product first is a great first step. The second thing is, um, and the other thing is don't get caught in analysis paralysis. Do a business plan, do a good plan, make sure you do it with good people. 
But at some point, the only time you start to learn is when you do it, right? So at some point, you got to take action. So it's a it, it's it's but it's such a hard question because if it's an IT product that you're selling on e-commerce, it's a lot lower cost than me building a store right for a couple hundred thousand dollars, right? So it depends. So if you can find a business that is a low a low cost entry then you can actually test it pretty well. But also, if you if you really believe in it, like I did with Boost Juice Bars, you know, I did the first investment and went, okay, we're in. I got some friends to help, you know, to, to help fund it. And um, off we went. And then that's when my learning started. You know, thinking about it and planning it, that's not when it starts. It starts when you actually go, oh, I didn't know the blenders can't be that close because they overheat. Oh, I didn't know the customers yeah. didn't know that. I didn't know this. I didn't know. I didn't, you know. Then it gets the all the stuff you don't know, which is God, so much. <laughs> yeah, I love that tip that you just gave about friends and family. So that they're, they're actually not a good evidence criteria for a good idea or a potential successful business. Yeah. So is there anything else that you learned from the early days of business, apart from what you've just mentioned there about the, the actual functionality of your store? Were there some earlier lessons that, that came through? Um, the thing is, though, there's, was there thing, I, I just go with target market. The other thing I would do is if your target market is tweens, right, for example, don't ask your mother what you think of the product mm. ask the tweens like don't you know so what that's i see this problem all the time with businesses go i don't like red well who cares what is your target market of 13 yeah. to 16 what do they like you know um so yeah but i've actually lost the thought of the conversation what was the question? <laughs> so, so the 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 tip that yeah, friends and family. Oh, I, I've had that as well, where friends and family are like, oh, that's a great idea, and then I start, and no one's bought. <laughs> I know and it, it's hard. Like it can actually shake your confidence in those early days because then you need to start a new trajectory of well, who's my customer? Yeah, correct. But the thing is, though, the best thing about that happening to you is what you learn from it is incredible. I think the worst yeah. thing is to to do something like that, fail, and give up. That's yes. bad. Giving up is not that. great. <laughs> no, and that goes that goes back to your question about um, you know what would you, what do you learn? Yeah. What you learn is that there is many things I got wrong. Like I got more things wrong than I got right. Yeah, but there's not one thing that I would have changed in that wrongness uh, because every single time I got it wrong, I started to learn about how to get it right and what works. And it's it's only the stuff that goes wrong that really teaches you the lesson. The stuff that goes right. You kind of expect it to. You go, okay, I plan for that to go right. So you don't even think about it. You go, yep, that's yeah, let's keep going. But it's the ones that are wrong. First, when you get it wrong, it costs money. So it's like, ouch. Second thing is um, you really do stop and reflect on what happened. Yeah. And, and it, you don't like how it feels. So you want to make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah. And I think I think that that's pretty much where we sit with regard. So, so with all the things I've gone wrong, and even, you know, We've probably had all. We've all had some shit in our life earlier, um, at some point. There's nothing I would change because all of those things collectively have given me the knowledge and the experience of what I have today. And what I have today is, I reckon I've got a good bucket of tools that I can use to um, to you know, move forward with. I just also think that it's how you think actually dictates your life. And I I talk about the fact that there's two types of people. There's the verbs and the people that choose to soar. Yeah. And the verbs, and we can all be verbs, and the verbs are, you know, victim, entitled, 
rescue and blame the world for their woes. But if you can flip those thought processes into saw, which is every problem has a solution, you know, S for solution, O, accountable. It's my, as soon as you think it's not your fault, something you can do about it. Not my fault, sorry. Interest rate rises, not my fault, right? Can't do anything about it. There's always something you can do. In actual fact, if interest rate rises and your thing, have a look at other areas in your budget where you can save money. Always something you can do. Yes. As soon as you go, oh, sorry, it's shame, then, then you just start, I hate it. <laughs> Accountability and responsibility. So SOAR, solutions, ownership, accountability, and responsibility. If you live through that life, then because everything that happens right or wrong to you is ultimately our fault that we can do something about. Yes. Yes. Accountability is huge. Why do, you, why do you think people avoid accountability so much? I come across this a lot as well. Uh, because a couple of reasons, because they don't want to feel like they're stupid. They've done the mistake. Um, they don't, people um, want other people to think that they're good, you know, so it's, re it's really about what people think of me. Uh, I think it's that. I think that, um, and people just, there's just people who just want to blame everyone else. It's not them. They're scared. A lot of it's fear. I'll, get, I'll lose my job if I, if I make this mistake and take accountability for it. In actual fact, it's the reverse. You know, I, I don't know about other people out there, leaders out there, but if someone comes to me and goes, I have completely stuffed up, but this is what we're doing about it, give me that any day than going, oh, you know, he did this and she did that. And, you know, you just go, oh, God, I really don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. like and so I, I lose so much respect for people who don't take accountability for things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I just wanted to ask you before you go. So one thing I love about what I do is, is helping people. And I feel like you're the same. And life's changed so much for you. And I'm not so I'm curious, one, what's coming for you next? Like what are you working on? And what do you love about what you do? Oh, it's interesting you, you ask you said about learning. You're right. I feel like I've got a big pocket of big bucket of um tricks and lessons that I'd really like to share. So I'm doing a I've done a short course, uh, like it's a really like it's quick, you know, it's um, you know, I think each session is like you know, six minutes, you know, and there's six of them. So I'm doing that, but I'm also doing a long course. So I'm working on that now. So it's basically a educational platform that people can go in and um, it's probably a maybe three days full-time or over a period of five weeks and that people can actually then learn some of the things that I've learned and hopefully that can avoid some of the pitfalls that are, that are inevitable in business. Yeah, awesome. So it's focused on business and starting business. Yeah, mainly business. But I also think that people talk about life balance. I think there's just life. Yeah. And I think that everything we talk about in business, you know, like surround yourself by great people, you know, fire fast, blah, 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 relates to life, right? 100%. Yes. So there's, there's <laughs> nothing that I will say to you about business that does not relate to happiness in life. Creating a business is the greatest form of personal development. Oh my God. <laughs> it shows you everything about yourself. You have to step out of your comfort zones. You have to get over things really quickly. Or the only other option I saw was giving up. Yeah. Like if you you need to get through things to move forward. And the most important thing you've got to do is not care what people think. Yeah. You know, like it's it's really important. Like, you know, I am I'm a tech school girl, right? So I didn't go to year 12 because my school didn't go to year 12. And um I never thought I was less than anyone else. So I think which helped probably helped me working on rock stars votes to, you know, to go, oh, they're all normal. 
So I think yes. that's really important. To don't feel like you're less than, nor, the, nor think that you're more than. Because some people also that go into a room that goes, I have all the answers and these people are just going through the motions. Well, you're not going to learn anything because there's some incredible people that everyone has an opinion and quite often there's some gold in those opinions. I love hearing this from you because I also didn't finish year 12 and had some guilt and shame about that for years after school because oh, really? it drummed in so much that that's what you should yeah. do. A uni, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I just went out and started doing business in my early 20s anyway. Yeah. And, and you've done something similar. So y- you are the example of what can actually happen when you just commit and keep going and push through the hurdles. See, I'm a massive fan of education, but education doesn't, it comes in all forms, you know, comes in in podcasts, comes in books, it comes in having a coffee with someone who's been there before. That's what education is. Yeah. And the first step of education, which is school, which is, you know, great. And sure, if you you want to be a doctor or a lawyer or something, you have to go that path. But most people that go to university often will say that it wasn't that significant for them to (laughs) succeed in life. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it gives you textbook knowledge, which Mm. you can get from books at home, but not necessarily Mm. the practical on ground work experience. Yeah. And I think it weighs more. Agree. Yeah. And I know that there's so many parents out there that feel incredibly um, that the the children let them down or they let themselves down. Their kids don't go to university or they don't do year 12 or they, but every kid's different, you know, there and I think that we need to sort of I've never with my children I've got four um only one of them's gone to university and one of them's still 13 and so she's still working it out but the other two boys you know certainly didn't and I didn't really mind because I I would mind if they stayed stayed home and played games or stayed home and did nothing on the couch but I have no issue if if they wanted to get out and go to work and and learn it go on another path at all yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm going to wrap it up with you, Janine. I'm curious, did you want to um, voice a little bit for me that I can put, did you want to go on the national um, radio segment that I've got going at the moment? Uh, sure. It's So it's just, it's wellness. It's it. I do all sorts of things on there from parenting advice to mindset stuff to relationship stuff. So if you just had, um, like if I asked you now, if there's a key piece of life advice that you've lived by or a, a way of thinking that you have, like a something that you include in your everyday routine, what would you want to share? So just yeah. give an idea of the topic and then I can. Yeah. Now? Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. What I would you want? I'm, what would you want to share for the average person? I think try and laugh every day. You know? Laugh every day. Yes. Yeah. Look, I think that, you know, you can, you know, get outside, get into nature, you know, sit under a tree, you know, all for free. You know? So I think that I think um, we get so caught up in in this this grind of, you know, being on that that wheel of life that we stop to we really truly don't stop to smell the roses. So I think that, you know, and move your body, you know, just be kinder to our bodies. You know, how what we we beat our bodies up with alcohol and smoking and drugs and I think just be kind to ourselves in every way, mentally, physically, emotionally, everything. Be kind. Beautiful, beautiful. I can use those words. 